This week's summaries contain three criminal law cases from the Court of Appeals. In Rogers v. State, 2022, ARC at 388, the Arkansas Court of Appeals affirmed defendant's conviction for escaping custody of law enforcement officers, which is enhanced to a Class B felony instead of a Class D felony. The defendant was in the courtroom when he escaped, and on appeal asserted he was neither in custody nor was it an escape from law enforcement officers. Other arguments also failed in challenging a speedy trial, lay opinion evidence, and the statute of limitations. Judge Whitaker wrote, Instead of immediately taking a seat as directed by the court, Rogers requested permission to hug his mother at the railing that divides the courtroom from the spectators. Officer Lacefield allowed Rogers to approach the railing and hug his mother. Rogers was not in handcuffs or leg restraints at that time. After hugging his mother, Rogers jumped the railing and sprinted away. Both officers attempted to capture Rogers and were injured. Rogers was not immediately captured. Rogers first argues that this evidence was minimal and insufficient to prove that he was in custody at the time of the escape. He claims he was not physically restrained and was at liberty to move about. We disagree. Custody is defined as actual or constructive restraint by a law enforcement officer pursuant to an arrest or a court order. Arkansas Code Annotated Section 554-1013-A. End of quote. Defendant argued this was not an escape from a law enforcement agency. The jury heard evidence the two officers were members of the 8th South Judicial Circuit of Arkansas and were tasked with providing security in the courthouse in Miller County. Each was a certified law enforcement officer. Quote, As such, their primary job duty was to provide security to the judge and other persons in the courthouse. Both officers, however, were certified law enforcement officers with the authority to enforce all Arkansas laws within the confines of the courthouse and its grounds, to arrest someone who is violating the law, with or without a paper warrant, to patrol the interior and exterior of the courthouse, and to perform law enforcement functions, including taking custody of defendants upon sentencing. In fact, Thomas Harness, the chief of court security, testified that the main difference between his court security officers and Miller County Sheriff's deputies is that court security officers are specialized officers whose jurisdiction entails the courtroom and its surroundings. As to whether there was a speedy trial violation, quote, Essentially, Rogers argues that when he was captured in Texas on September 24, 2015, the Texas authorities were aware of the outstanding warrants issued for his arrest on the offense of escape. Thus, he was arrested for escape on that date, and speedy trial began to run at that time. We disagree. As the state points out in its brief, the record before us does not reflect that Rogers was served with any Arkansas warrants on September 24, 2015, nor does it reflect that the authorities in Texas could serve a warrant issued by the state of Arkansas. Thus, speedy trial did not begin to run until the warrants were served in June 2018. Here, Rogers was incarcerated in Texas on a parole violation. Even though Arkansas authorities knew of his whereabouts, his presence for trial could not be obtained. Pursuant to Arkansas Rule of Criminal Procedure 29.1, the state placed a detainer upon Rogers. 
Rogers had the right to request that a final disposition be made of the charges filed against him in this state. Arkansas Code Annotated Section 1695-101, Article 3A. Had he done so, the state had 180 days to bring him to trial or the charges must be dismissed. An accused in prison in another state for a different crime must affirmatively request a trial in order to activate the speedy trial rule. Rogers did not demand trial or request to be transferred to Arkansas to stand trial. Accordingly, any time accruing while Rogers was held by Texas authorities would have been excludable under Rule 28.33. As Rogers does not challenge the remaining time periods excluded from the speedy trial period, his argument fails. End of quote. Defendant challenged testimony he was in custody and escaped from a law enforcement agency. It was proper for lay witnesses to give their opinion evidence under Arkansas Rule of Evidence 701, and this did not invade the province of the jury on the ultimate issue. As to whether the statute of limitations for escape was a bar, quote, the statute of limitations for both Class B and Class D felonies is three years. See Arkansas Code Annotated Section 51109B2. For purposes of the statute of limitations, a prosecution is commenced when an arrest warrant is issued by a judge based on probable cause or an indictment, information, or other charging instrument if the arrest warrant or other process is sought to be executed without unreasonable delay. Here, the trial court issued the arrest warrants upon probable cause on March 31, 2015, well within the three-year limitations period. It does not matter that the information was not also filed within the limitations period. There is simply no requirement that the charging instrument be filed of record within the limitations period. End of quote. Arkansas Code Annotated Section 554.111, Second Degree Escape, provides A. A person commits the offense of second degree escape if he or she, one, at any time, including from the point of departure from confinement to the return to confinement, uses or threatens to use physical force in escaping from custody. Two, having been found guilty of a felony, escapes from custody. Three, escapes from a correctional facility. Four, escapes from a juvenile detention facility. Or five, escapes from a youth services program. B. 1. Second-degree escape is a Class B felony if, at the time of the escape, the person is in the custody of A. The Division of Correction, B. The Division of Community Correction, or C. A law enforcement agency. 2. Otherwise, second-degree escape is a Class D felony. End of quote. End of decision. In Atherton v. State, 2022, ARC App 382, the Arkansas Court of Appeals challenged a vehicle inventory search in which drugs were found. Police completed the inventory search before the tow truck arrived, but it was not ultimately towed. This did not invalidate the search. Judge Kleppenbach explained, Regarding Dunn's decision to conduct an inventory search, he clearly testified that the search began after the wrecker service had been called and was completed before the wrecker arrived. Dunn intended for the vehicle to be towed, and it was not until after the wrecker service took possession of it that other arrangements were made between the wrecker service and a third party. 
Accordingly, we find no merit in Atherton's argument that it was improper for Dunn to conduct an inventory search. End of quote. End of decision. In Connor v. State, 2022, ARC App 375, the Arkansas Court of Appeals affirmed a conviction of possession of a firearm by certain persons. While the item was a muscle loader and arguably inoperable, it was still a firearm. There was a preliminary issue, however, of whether the arguments were preserved. Chief Judge Harrison explained, We hold that Connor's argument on this point is preserved for our review. His motion was not merely based on the statutory definition of a firearm. He also said, There's no testimony that, before the circuit court interrupted and ruled on the motion. It is clear from the exchange that his argument was that the state failed to prove the muscle loader fit the definition of a firearm. We note, however, that Connor's argument on appeal is barely developed, and he failed to provide a citation to the statutory definition of a firearm. That being said, we hold that the state presented substantial evidence that the muscle loader is a firearm. Officer Keithley explained that it is a type of rifle and whether it was currently operational is immaterial under the statute. Also, although Connor cites Florida case law about antique firearms, there was no evidence presented at trial about the muzzle loader's status as an antique. End of quote. End of decision.